demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. Uh, this verse is really important. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Some of you may have heard that reading and thought, that seems a little wrong. That seems a little confusing. Uh, and I want to just get off my chest right at the start, and I said this right at the start, that as part of when we talk about the good news of Jesus, we say that all we need is faith. And I think that James in that passage agrees. It may not sound at first like he does, but faith alone saves. But what I think James is saying in today's passage is that the kind of faith that saves is never alone. The kind of faith that saves leads to a transformed life, leads to doing good things, leads to living differently. In verse 14... James starts with a question. He kicks us off with a question. He says, what good is it if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such a faith save them? It's a rhetorical question. He doesn't necessarily expect us to answer because in the way that he's phrased it, it's obvious. He's saying no. Such a faith, that kind of faith, cannot save them. In other words, he's saying, is someone saved if they have no visible change in their life as a result of their faith? That's the question he's asking. He's clearly saying that that kind of faith is no good. And he gives us an example. He gives us a story. He says, imagine one of your fellow Christians doesn't have the clothes and the food that they need. Imagine someone turns up to youth group and they don't have any food. They're starving and they don't have any clothes. Um, Imagine that you see a Christian go up to them and say, oh, I wish you well and I hope you find some clothes and food. God bless. And then they turn around and walk in the other direction. Even though they have the ability to help them. What good are the words of that person in that moment? They're pointless. It's pointless if you have the ability to help someone and you do nothing despite being able to and yet claim to be saved by faith. Faith by itself, if not accompanied by some action, some response, probably isn't faith. Now, as Christians, we don't know people's hearts. We don't know what's going on. We don't know people's true circumstances. So we can't judge other people. Paul in Romans, the Apostle Paul, uh, this guy who wrote most of the New Testament, also talks about faith. You guys are going to be reading um, some more from him in Ephesians in your response group. Um, he sets up the idea that salvation is by faith alone. He gives us that idea. Uh, and some people would say that Paul and James don't agree with each other, that they contradict. Uh, they say, some people would say that James is saying salvation comes through doing good things. And Paul is saying that salvation comes through faith and that there's nothing we can do. Uh, and I don't think that's the case. I think once we look at the order, it makes sense. Because James isn't saying that we are saved by the good things we do. 
James is saying that once we're saved, we should be doing good things. And if we're not, that calls into question where our heart is truly at. I think James is making clear that if our faith in Jesus is genuine, if we, as Paul puts it, profess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord, James is saying that that will lead to doing good deeds. No hypotheticals, no getting our heads into a weird frame of mind and thinking, well, technically, salvation is by faith alone, so you could. He's saying that it never will. It never will lead to you not changing your life in some way. And in verse 18, he says that you can talk about your faith and how much faith you have all you want. Go ahead. Talk about the free gift of faith you've received. But he, James, is choosing to show his faith by his deeds by the way that he lives and the things that he does. If I can jump back a moment and think on the concept of that uh, initial example that James gives, and that's kind of where I want to dwell, because I don't want to spend too much time up here. Um, to think of the example that James gives us of a person among us in need. Right? We're sitting here as less than half of our normal youth group, while the rest are trapped on the other side. Uh, this is a very clear example of some people in need. Uh, we might not be able to do anything to help them in this instance, uh, other than pray, but that's something we can definitely do. Um, and this is only one very obvious example of many. There are so many times in our lives where we come across people who are in need, when we come across people who need help. Um, and I've been working on this and been convicted on this lately, uh, that when I, my tendency when I come across someone who's struggling, uh, or when someone is sharing with me something tough that they're going through, um, my normal response is to say, let me know if I can do anything to help. Um, and I've been convicted lately that that's actually a little bit of a selfish response. Because it's not socially acceptable in our culture for someone to then actually ask for help. And that puts all the weight back on the person in need to say, you figure out how best I can conveniently help you. We all, perhaps we say, oh, I'm thinking of you. I don't know whether you guys have seen someone post on Facebook or Instagram when they're really struggling with something, and then you see all the comments that say, thinking of you. James is saying, what good is that? What good is saying, I'm thinking of you? As Christians, we're called to go beyond just wishing someone well. Uh, if there's something that we can do, James is saying we should try to and desire and want to do it. Uh, the other week I was talking on the phone with someone who was locked down with COVID and I was about to say my classic, let me know if there's anything I can do to help uh, and then end the phone call nicely and feel good about myself but then not have to actually do anything. Um, and I caught myself at the last minute realising how pointless it was. Um, I would have just been asking them to take time out of their busy household, struggling with kids, uh, focusing on school, trying to isolate from each other in the house with sick people, uh, to take time away from that to consider how I can make myself feel good by helping them in some small way. So instead, I, I offered for my wife and I to make them a meal, uh, which ended up with just Kate making them a meal. Um, but it was at least something, uh, and we just did it because we had the means and we had the time. Uh, I'm not trying to say that to say that we did a lot that was so tiny, uh, but that's just an example that I found in my life where God calls us to go beyond. 
God calls us to try and think about how we can help. Uh, so when we say you guys from up the front, perhaps there's someone at youth group you can talk to who you haven't talked to before, or perhaps there's someone you can include, uh, perhaps there's someone you can spend time with, perhaps there's someone you can invite to hang out with you through the week. We're not just saying that because we think it would be good for you to do it. We're saying that as a suggestion because if you're saved, that's a great way for you to outwork that in your life. And as Christians, if you believe and you have faith and you believe in Jesus, we're called to go beyond. Um, we shouldn't just say we're thinking of you. We shouldn't just say, oh, my prayers are with you, and then not pray. Our lives are meant to be transformed. Um, and you might be sitting there thinking um, that Sam, I'm a kid. What can I do? I have no money. All my time is spent at school. Um, I see you guys turn up fast food. <laughs> I see the amount of like McDonald's that you guys you guys turn up with. Um, you can be generous with whatever you have. Um, a lot of your leaders at varying times in their lives haven't had heaps of money, but what they have had is time. And so if you've noticed, they're here and not anywhere else on Friday. Um, or they're running Bible studies midweek. Or they're catching up with other people. Um, if we create a space where as Christians we're trying to look out for one another and we're trying to meet each other's needs, how much better will life be and how much better can we encourage other people to also grab hold of this free gift of faith which Jesus offers? And that's our end goal. Because if everybody believed, if everybody had faith, I know it sounds kind of impossible, um, and then everybody was looking out for each other, how much better would our world be? And like, we believe this. We believe that this is God's work. And so we want to make sure we're living out and we want to make sure we're acting upon it. Um, I had a bit more written down, but I'm just going to pray and then we're going to break down into our small groups. Uh, and you guys are going to chat uh, about this for a bit longer. I'm going to pray and then I'll speak fire what groups I'm going to best on this yet. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift. Um, of your son on the cross. Thank you that if we believe in our hearts, profess with our mouths, we know that we are saved. Please help us to, once we, once we have that, and we know we have that because we believe, help us to hold on to that and let it transform our lives. Help us to live differently. Lord, we know we're not perfect. We won't always do it right. But Lord, please help us to try and to try again and to try again. Let our discussions be fruitful. Uh, please help us to continue to dwell on your word and how we can go beyond just surface level niceties and making ourselves feel good with words, but rather actually try and help one another. Actually try and meet one another's needs. We pray this in Jesus' name.